0: We learned in the morale previously that Ovis isn't meant to just be read, Ovis is meant to be studied and understood in depth, and therefore we're going to start, Be'ez HaShem today, the first Mishnah in Virka Ovis, and we're going to see the morale raises many, many questions on the Mishnah, it gives us a glimpse, a taste of how we're meant to examine exactly what the Mishnah is telling us and the questions we're meant to ask. And some of the questions that the Maral asks are well known. They are echoed by many other Mephoshim as well. Some of them are uniquely his own. So let's start with the Mishnah and see what the Maral says. The Mishnah begins, Moshe Kibble Torah miSinai Moshe received a Torah from Sinai. He transferred it. He transmitted it to Yeshua. The assured that the Zakanim was coming to the Nevim. Yeshua assured the Zakanim was coming to the Nevim. And the Nevim transmitted the Torah to the Anshu Kaisal That was the beginning of the second Besamek Migdish time period. Anshu Kaisal Gadayla combined 120 of the Chakalm of the time. Some of them were still Nevim. And they were the ones who gave us the basically principles of Torah Shemafeh. So Mara begins and he says Firstly, Yesh li'shal ma'ini rakabola ha'zais. Eich mizah Why is this the right place to tell us the story, the so to speak links in the chain of transmission of Torah? That most the Torah from Sinai and how it was passed down generation after generation. The Chorah has nothing to do with Pirqa'avis more than any other Masechta. And if that's the case, this should maybe be the introduction to the Shas. Introduction to the Mishnahis. And how did the transmission of Torah come down the various generations and I'll start with a mission such as this this question is already asked by the bartender and many others and everyone says more or less the same answer and Mara says the same things as well because it might appear to people that what others discusses the concept of ethics the concept of what's proper behavior that wouldn't that's something which is considered Musa that might be, so to speak, the prerogative of each great man, each Goddle, to decide on his own and wasn't necessarily a result of a transmission from Sinai. And therefore, the Mishnah has to point out to us specifically here that with the content of Pirkei Ovis is also Torah and it was also passed down generation after generation from Sinai. But if that's the case, we can ask the opposite question. And that is, most of Pirkei of are the sayings of individual Tanaim, what their mottos were, what the principles they laid down were. And if it's all the transmission, so what makes it the unique province of that specific Tana? And he says, We might say that like the, the Yushalmi says in Peah, that the entire Torah was given to Moshe and Sinai, and what was made known to Moshe was even what a later student would be chadish. And if that's the case, so maybe the sayings of Pentecostal were chidushim, of the name who mentioned them, but that, like all chidusha Torah, was also given to Moshe and Sinai. The counter question on that is: So why was that passed down from Yeshua to the came to the Navim? What was revealed to Moshe at Sinai wasn't given in its entirety today to to Dor. Now we'll see. And he says nevertheless, Irefu would say that's the case. Why is it here a more important place to tell us about the transmission from Sinai more than anywhere else in Torah it was all one body of Torah which Moshe received from Sinai. So that's the first question he asks. It's like a question which is, okay, so echoed by many of them a portion. The second question he asks, Why does it say Moshe received the Torah from Sinai? Sinai is a place. Sinai was a mountain. Why say Moshe received the Torah from Moshe received a Torah from Hashem. It doesn't make sense that Moshe received a Torah from Sinai. Sinai isn't a giver of Torah. Void kasha. She'a ma'ar Moshe kibol Torah mi Sinai. He's created a Kabbalah. Va'akhad zilashin o'masar al-yesha. Basically, the Mishnah could either make the subject the recipients of the Torah, in which case the mission should write Moshe received the Torah from Sinai, Yeshua received the Torah from Moshe, and so on. The Skane received the Torah from Yeshua, or it could make the giver the, the subject. And therefore, Moshe was Masarali Yeshua, Moshe passed it to Yeshua, Yeshua gave it over to the and they gave it to the Navim. Then why does the Mishnah begin by saying Moshe Kibel, which makes the recipient the subject? Moshe received the Torah, or Yeshua? And now it makes it that he he's the giver who gave it to Yeshua. And not only that, later on in the Mishnah, the Mishnah reverts to the Roshan of Kibbal. from him. So we go from the Roshan of Kabbalah, of receiving Torah, to transmitting Torah, and back to receiving Torah again. What's the change? Says the Maral. We should, if you're going to talk at the beginning that Moshe received the Torah, then we should always talk about the subject being the recipients. Afterwards, when it says, after, in the following the, following the following <laughs> so why the change? Not only that, we see in the Mishnah itself that it says the word mesara twice. In Moshe was mostly to Yeshua, and the Navi was and The asks why they need both. is to but In other words, the Mishnah should be consistent. Either you should add the verb at every stage. Moshe transferred, transmits the Torah to Yeshua. Yeshua transmits the Torah to the Zekanim. The Zekanim transmit to the Navim and say mesara at each stage. Or alternatively, you only say it the first time. Moshe was transmitted to the Torah to Yushua, who gave it to the Zekanim, who gave it to the Navim, who gave it to the second why, why does the Mishnah repeat the word Messiah at the end? So. These two questions are part of the same idea, and that is the language of the Mishnais. Again, the Maharal isn't going to ask these questions, we're going to see he has his own answer. The third question he says, Why did Moshe give authority to Yeshua as the next link in the chain and not to Elazar as the Kohen God? Now, to explain this question, we need to see an interesting point. The Rambam, in his introduction to the Mishnah right at the beginning, the Rambam prefaces his Sefer Halacha by telling us the chain of Torah, generation after generation. And the Rambam goes through not just the general terms of Nevim or Zkenim, the Rambam brings individual by individual who was the, so to speak, link in the chain of Torah. And he brings Moshe, gave it to Yeshua, gave it to Asnel, it goes through individuals at the time of the Shafdim. And then afterwards it goes to the Nevim. Shmuel HaNavi, and it goes down all the line of the Nevim, from Nasan to Echiyah to Eliyahu Alavi, to Elisha, to Esheya, to Yeshayah, and so on. Which means the transmission of Torah didn't go through the kings. The kings may have been the leaders, they may have been the authority in Eretz Israel but they weren't necessarily the Gedali Adar who were entrusted with transmitting the Torah. Rather, it was the Levim who had that responsibility. And if that's the case, we see that being the leader and being the Moser aren't necessarily synonymous. It's true that in the case of Moshe Rabbeinu, for example, Davila Melech, the two come together, but it wasn't always the case. So, therefore, we can understand the maral's question. And that is, Yeshua was appointed by Hashem to be the leader of the Moshe, but why was it also that he was the one who was transferring the Torah? It was a talmud of Moshe, and also was also a talmud of Moshe. And by the Cohen God that says Kesiv Sei koin Yishma Rudaish, the Torah you actually one of the blessings the Cohen Gadol has is that people seek Torah from him. He's a source of Torah. And Oy, Kesiv, come to a list of a Cohen, a Shav, that a person should approach, if he has a question on Torah, either the Kayon or the Shafet. So we see the Kayonim's job was also to include teaching Torah or issuing rulings of Torah. And therefore, even though Yesha might have been a more devoted Talmud, as we see from the Midrashim, but Lechara, why was he the one who was chosen to be the link in the chain of Torah transmission? Now the important point here is, is there were many Gedolim in every generation. Many people who were worthy to learn Torah and teach Torah. When we're talking about the tradition of Torah, it has to go through one person. Like the Gemara says, Dabor There's one speaker for the generation. There's one person who becomes the next link in receiving the Torah and transmitting the Torah. That doesn't mean other people can't learn Torah and teach Torah as well, but the one person in each generation, so to speak, is entrusted with transmitting the Messiah of Torah which goes in an uninterrupted chain back to Sinai. And therefore, although both Elazar and Yeshua learned from Moshe, taught Torah, were very great in Torah, why was Yeshua chosen to be the link in the transmission of Torah more than Elazar. This is a question we just see in the mirror. Now, you guys, that's, his, that's his third question. Now, the fourth question. Now, when we're talking about the skenim we're not talking about a specific group of people. The amount of time between when Yeshua died until the first Novi, who is Shmuel Novi, was approximately 400 years. And if that's the case, we don't have one group of Skanim who were alive throughout that period, and therefore it's talking about one door. We're talking about Skanim being the elders of Klai Yisrael. And if that's the case, we're talking about in the, what we call as a general term, the a number of different generations of each one transferring to the next one. And if that's the case, he asks, he says, "The Ma'aral first to prove this point, she'osam askanim atzvim shemos le Yeshua san Torah, heim atzvim moser We can't say that the same skanim who received the Torah from Yeshua would later on go to this, in the skanim, the because im shaskanim mahem herichu and lovi which would mean that the skanim remained alive from the time of Yeshua until the time of the first Novi Shmuel, which was, like we said, about 400 years, because the Gemara says, A person who doesn't uh, uh, act with Jesus, so to speak, is lenient, lacks about being mass-spreaded Tamid Khochim, eulichizing Tamid Khochim, so the punishment is he dies young as well. And the Gemara asks the question, we know that Yeshua wasn't as properly, we know that uh, he was buried in a place called Timnas Kheris, and the uh, Chazal learned an illusion in that that Hashem was angry with the Jewish people from the fact that they didn't mourn the loss of Yeshua as they should have. And if that's the case, the Skanim who followed Yeshua were the ones who were guilty of not ensuring that he was properly honored after he died. And therefore, if we said that someone who doesn't pay pr- the proper respect to a death on him is not married. So the Gemara then Shabbos asks that the postage says the Jewish people were, uh, were obedient to Hashem and followed him throughout the life of Yeshua. And all the days of the who has lived after Yeshua And therefore it says, which would mean that those who were negligent about eulogizing Yeshua properly lived a long life. So the Gemara asks the question and the Gemara answers. And the Gemara says, It says they lived lengthy days but not lengthy years. So which means they definitely didn't live 400 years. There would be many years as well. That would be a very long life. So what do we mean by Skenim? That is a general term, and within that, each one gave it to the next one. We can say Skenim transferred to each other. Or we can say like the does and give us names. give us their names. If we're talking not about specific people, we're talking about a category, the elders of Gal So what's the difference between the kainim and the nevim? In other words, the nevim are the, the, the too. The Qaylim just means gadolim. Kainim means the elders of the generation. So we can't, we don't have to divide that up into subcategories. They were all in the category of kainim. And if we're going to say that we, the nevim had a distinction because they had been granted the Vuh, so says the morale we can't say that because the Navi was the Moser and the Mechabal of the Torah, the transmission of the link of Torah, not because he was a Navi. He may have also been on the spiritual standing to be a Navi, but that's not what makes a person a link in the chain of Torah. In order to be a link in the chain of Torah, one has to learn Torah and teach Torah. The fact that a person also happens to have Nevoah is Le of Le That doesn't change the fact. It's just like if we say about a later Dar, that somebody... And that's why he was the one to transfer Torah. That's not what Ruach HaKodesh is going to give a person. The transfer of Torah means a person who's learned the Torah from his teacher and transmits it to his Talmudim. And if that's the case, asmaral, Maral, why do you break into a category of skanim and a category of Naveen? What they needed for the function of B'amu Yisra Torah was just that they were skanim, which means they were the elders of K'a we who had a Missalirah and transmitted it further. The Torah isn't dependent on the prophecy of the Novi. When it comes to their ability to learn and transfer Torah, a Novi is like one of the scanning. Why does it make it into two separate steps? If each one would be a daughter, there would be a generation called Skanim, a generation called Navims, so then we can call them by the name of the generation. But if we're talking about a few hundred years in each category, so then it's not one group of people, it means Skanim is all the following. So, generations of Gdari Adar. And Nevim is the same thing. So why why are they split into two different categories? Now you've made it into two separate groups. The group called Nevim, the, the group called Skanim. Why are you making it into two groups? We also call it It's either many groups, in which case you give each generation, each individual who was instrumental to transmitting the Torah independently, or we can are going to talk about a group, you can just say about the G'dolei Adar following Yeshua, just like we would do today. If you'd say that uh, the ones today who the links in the train of Torah are the G'dolei Adar, so then it remains the G'dolei Adar. You don't have to say after them, the G'dolei Adar. G'dolei Adar is already a plural which includes many individuals. So that's what scaling means. So why, why are we breaking it up into two categories? And now his next question is also an interesting question. And it's the question of the Rambam too. When the Rambam gives the channel from transmission, he starts with Moshe, Yeshua, he goes eventually to Shmuel and Navi, and from there to David and Merach, and from there doesn't go down to David's children, it goes to, back to the Novi Nassim and Navi. Now this is an interesting point, because Nasan wasn't a Talmud of David. He was a contemporary of his. And if that's the case, if the concept of transmission of Torah is rabbit Talmud, Rebbe Talmud, from teacher to student, from teacher to student, so we don't see here that it was necessarily his students. David is the Talmud of Shmuel, it's true, but we don't see that the Nevim were his Talmudim. They were probably also Talmudim of Shmuel. So why does the chain of Maslura, so to speak, detail to go through David and not go straight down the line of the Nevim? And in the context of our Mishnah, when it says, the Navim, we understand it then remains in, the, in the category of Naviim, but if David and Malach was part of the Messiah, then it should be Naviim the Melachim or Naviim the David and Melach. So asked the Maharal. Now it's interesting that the Maral brings Shlomo as a potential link in the chain of Musara, even though the Rambam doesn't do that. We'll so have to explain afterwards why the Maharal, so to speak, asked the question on Sholem, why he felt different to the Rambam. And this is the last question we're going to come to, and this is maybe the key to understanding the principle, and that is, Pirkei Ovis is going to tell us that each of these Chachomim had the specific uh, points, elements of Avedis Hashem or Amidas, that they devoted their lives to working on, and that was the message, the legacy each one left for us. But if that's okay, let should go right back to the beginning. If we sang that this was part of the transmission of Torah, so then we will expect to hear the message of Mahesh Rabbeinu and Yashon all the previous Torahs too. And ask the Maral, Vahid nim to We aren't given in Pirqa Ovis any instruction from the Nabi Amin az to It's only from the ash khanes we find that they give us advice. They give us Musa. If we sang that this was part of a transmission of Torah which goes back to Sinai, then we should explore at each stage of the way uh, to explain how the Gdolim or the leaders of that period interpreted or understood what was incumbent on them or in to improve, to work on. And why is the list of what we're able to learn from only start post-Leinstein and This again is a unique question just to the morale and maybe it will provide us a bit of an understanding of the way the morale is going to approach the Mishnah. So to sum up, there are a number of different questions. One is on the language of the Mishnah, why it says Moshe received the Torah from Sirah and not from Hashem, why Moshe says he received the Torah, and also talks about giving the Torah, and not only once, twice it says the Lashem and it offers in the following Mishnah, and it comes back to Lashem Kibbah. So why is the Mishnah changing the way it expresses itself so frequently? The next question, which is the Maraz question, that why was Yeshua decided to be the link in the chain of Mosirah and not the Lazar why does the Mishnah separate circadian and divim into two categories? When each one is a broader category, which includes a number of individuals, why it leaves out from the list of the Mishnah? And what the previous theorists uh, said wasn't incorporated in the Mishnah. Why the Mishnah only becomes, begins from the sayings of the Anshak and Sakdurla and So those are the questions. We'll have to wait until the next year to give the answers, but what we can learn from the questions is the detail and then ion, the depth of the to and limpric us. And then we can, all these questions are I open for us to understand better what the mission is trying to teach us.